Welcome to St. James Bible Bites. This podcast was recorded at our online reflective prayer, which takes place each Monday and Wednesday at 9.15. The full recording can be found on our Facebook page. Today, our reflection is from our curate, the Reverend David Wilkie, entitled, Be Disciples Every Day. We now carry carry on the Genesis story. So last time we met, he was building it, and now he's, uh, yeah, they're in the throes of the storm. But God remembered Noah and all the wild animals and all the domestic animals that were with him in the ark. And God made a wind blow over the earth and the waters subsided. The fountains of the deep and the windows of the heavens were closed. The rain from heaven was restrained and the waters gradually receded from the earth. At the end of 150 days, the waters had abated. And in the seventh month, on the 17th day of the month, the ark came to rest on the mountains of Ararat. The waters continued to abate until the 10th month, in the, sorry, the, until the 10th month. In the 10th month, on the first day of the month, the tops of the mountains appeared. At the end of 40 days, Noah opened the window of the ark that he had made and sent out the raven And it went to and fro until the waters were dried up from the earth. Then he sent out the dove from him to see if the waters had subsided from the face of the earth. But the dove found no place to set its foot and it returned to him to the ark for the waters were still on the face of the whole earth. So he put out his hand and took it and brought it into the ark with him. He waited another seven days and again he sent the dove from the ark and the dove came back to him in the evening and there in its beak was a freshly plucked olive leaf. So Noah knew that the waters had subsided from the earth. Then he waited another seven days and sent out the dove and it did not return to him any more. In the 601st year, in the first month, on the first day of the month, the waters were dried up from the earth and Noah removed the covering of the ark and looked and saw that the face of the ground was drying. In the second month, on the 27th day of the month, the earth was dry. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We know of Matthew 24, 2020. Immediately after the suffering of those days, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give up, will not give its light. The stars will fall from heaven and the powers of heaven will be shaken. Then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in heaven and then all the tribes of the earth will mourn and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. <clears throat> he will send out his angels with a loud, a loud trumpet call, and they will gather his elect from the four winds, from one end of heaven to the other. From the fig tree, learn its lessons. As soon as its branch becomes tender, it puts forth its leaves. You know that summer is near. So also, when you see all these things, you know that he is near at the very gates. Truly, I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all these things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, 
but my words will not pass away. But on that day and hour, no one knows, neither the angels of heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. For as the days of Noah were, so will the coming of the Son of Man. For as in those days before the flood they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day Noah entered the ark, and they knew nothing until the flood came and swept them all away. So too will be the coming of the Son of Man. Then two will be in the field. One will be taken and one will be left. Two women will be grinding meal together. One will be taken and one will be left. Keep awake, therefore, for you do not know on what day your Lord is coming. But understand this. If the owner of the house had known in what part of the night the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and would not have let his house be broken into. Therefore, you also must be ready for the Son of Man is coming at an unexpected hour. Who then is the faithful and wise slave whom the master has put in charge of his household to give the other slaves their allowance of food at the proper time? Blessed is that slave whom his master will find at work when he arrives. Truly, I tell you, he will put that one in charge of all his possessions. But if that wicked slave says to himself, my master is delayed, and he begins to beat his fellow slaves and eats and drinks with drunkards, the master of that slave will come on a day when he does not expect him, and at an hour that he does not know, he will cut him in pieces and put him with the hypocrites, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, there's a lot in that scripture this morning. Uh, <laughs> so hot. I think um, the thing I want to focus on is that that um, it's, the, it's the unexpected and trusting in God in the unexpected. So the, uh, the thing with, I love the story of Noah, like Fabian mentioned it, every time he was hammering in the nails, every time he was building that boat, he was putting faith in God that actually this was the right thing to do because all around him there was no big flood or anything, there was no signs of it and it happens, you know, they were just eating and drinking and then it, it came. And here we have him on the boat waiting, and I'm like, I bet he's on the boat wondering, will this ever end? Is this actually the new normal? <laughs> Are we just going to float on the boat uh, forever? Uh, they send out a dove, nothing, you know, there's no place for it to land. Anyways, and sometimes, you know, we, we have to wait. We have to wait and actually keep sending out prayers, keep sending out our hopes and dreams, and sometimes they'll return empty, but other times, they won't. And that's the, the hope that we cling on to, isn't it? That actually we have a hope that uh, there will be fruit and we will witness the kingdom of God. Now we flick to this New Testament passage and there is so much in this. Um, Tom Wright, in his uh, commentary in Matthew for Everyone, he compares it to a, a composer. So when you're composing a song, you, you have like sheet music and if you're you know, you've got all the different instruments and for like 15 seconds of music, he says a composer can spend two to three hours writing all the notes out for each of the instruments. And yet it's over in a flash. And that is what this passage is like, he says. There's so much in it that you have to take different instruments out. You can't, you know, you can read it as a whole and sometimes miss the point or think, oh, this is what it's all on about. He says, there's, there's a lot going on here. So in, here we have a quote from Isaiah. And uh, he and 
in those days, if you mention the sun, the moon, the stars will fall from heaven, they, they don't actually imagine that's going to happen. The sun will be dark and the moon will not give its light. It, it's, it's imagery. It's, it's speaking about empires. It's speaking of chaos, speaking of like things in tumult. So empires um, disappearing, coming back. And at the time of uh, Jesus on the cross, is it, it's what he's talking about, you know, the ways of the world, the, the role of the temple, the, this, the role of sin in our lives, all this will be like, you know, what, what's, what's up and what's down? We don't know. And then we have um, uh, this imagery of the fig tree, bonus lesson. Um, it's actually looking at the signs of our times and lo looking at what Jesus has told us. So uh, he says, he mentions Noah here, uh, and he says about the, the temple, you know, all this will happen within the generation. And so part of this is about the destruction of the temple within that generation. So the Romans, there's a Jewish uprising, the Romans come and destroy the temple. This is Jesus said, and Jesus is saying that so that we can trust him, so that the disciples, even though he might, he's reappeared to them, even though, you know, he's like, uh, they, they, they're trusting in Jesus, they can actually see, well, he said this. Do you remember when he said the temple was going to be destroyed? It's actually happened. The waters receded. You know, something's happened. There's, there's something that Jesus mentioned that has actually we thought was a bad thing, yet he said it was going to happen. So let's trust in Jesus. Let's, you know, there's all that uncertainty, and yet there is trust because he's prophesied it. Oh, and then it, uh, well, I, I don't know. It just goes on about that. <laughs> I think, oh, wait. So, he mentions his ascension. There's a few things, but his ascension is the destruction of the temple. And then there's the, the days to come when um, we, you, you, we don't know when it's going to happen. We don't know. And yet it's, life is going to be going on as normal. So in my experience, people love to prophesy like, oh, this is the end of the day here because X is a president or this person's doing this or this earthquake's happened. And, you know, we pull these strands and think, this must be it. And yet the Bible says, you know, we, there are there are signs, but we are to trust that God will do it in the right time. And day by day, we're to commit ourselves to him. And it's, it's, that, it's that trust and this uncertainty and this is being, and um, just knowing that God is God and we won't know when it's going to happen. We won't know. Uh, and just to be ready at the unexpected hour. And all that means is we're to be disciples every day. We're, we're to humbly approach him every day, ask for forgiveness, ask, ask for help. And just to hear his voice in the psalm, it said, you know, that I hear my voice and I'll fill your mouth um, with blessings. And it's, they did not listen. And so let, let us listen this morning. And let us ask, ask God for help. Uh, so there's more I could say on that, but that's just, that's enough now. <laughs> let's, let's pray. <laughs> let's pray for the world, uh, the day, and the church in the time of uncertainty. So we might feel that we are in the storm. We might feel that we're on solid ground. We might feel, uh, you know, where, when is God coming? This uncertainty and not knowing. Let's just offer it to God and ask, ask for his help. Lord, I thank you for that story of Noah and his faithfulness in building that boat. Lord, would you help us to build your church, to build your kingdom here on this here on this earth. Even when the world around us thinks it's foolishness, 
or it's weakness or it's just like it's pointless Lord, would you help us help us to keep on building help us to faithfully draw near to you and ask you, you know, what is it what is it that we're to do what are your designs god and Lord, I thank you for the people that have had callings on their lives to start things like uh, the food bank or Beeson or Open Door, the charities of our town that help people when they when the floodwaters do come, when the rug is pulled out from under them and they feel like they're drowning. Lord, help us to be the people in the boat reaching down and offering help. And Lord, I thank you for that calling on those people that were maybe building something. They weren't sure. Maybe they weren't sure what their calling was until something happened and then they're like ah oh, okay god i now know what i'm to do lord when we're in a space of unknowing we're not sure what our purpose is show us the way forward lord give us hope give us strength give us stamina and a dream of a better future you see it through their eyes through the poor the oppressed the children the, the soldiers you see it you see what is happening you see the hearts lord we we ask for your help Lord, I pray that the waters of conflict would recede because it just feels like they're escalating. I pray for forces of peace to help people in those places. Uh, would you allow aid and peacekeepers into, into what, these war-torn places? Most gracious God, he, oh, well, there's no point reading that. I didn't introduce you to the people at the start. <laughs> Let's just get to the Lord's Prayer. <laughs> Believing the promises of God as our Saviour taught us, so we pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. May Christ, who sends us to the nations, give us power in his spirit. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thank you for joining me, Fabian, Leslie, Marilyn, and Lynn. Thank you for joining us online if you're there. Um, be blessed. For more Bible Bite podcasts, simply visit our website www.stjamestaunton.co.uk and click on resources. Thank you for listening and may God be with you today.